freaking cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the biggest little Christmas town in the world. It's the Worst Little Podcast, and we are your hosts. There's Nick. And Rory. And then we've also got Dogwater Dick and Kim in the other room. That's right. Ian's here as well. As our families are. <laughs> Join us today as we do a wonderful Christmas opening and other fun treats. It's going to be great. On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know. How many kids have headphones on? Can I cuss? <laughs> that, yeah, that intro made me want to cuss. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you like it? Merry I did. I happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Hear you. Let's not discuss technical issues. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That's some behind the scenes shit. Yeah. I actually That's some behind the scenes ass <laughs> right you there. You skipped on. ass and said shit. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, we're off yeah. to a good start on the holiday episode. Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. I already got a market explicit. Thank you. <laughs> right, unless you beep it out, Rick. And for the 50th year in a row, I'm still crossing my fingers and hoping for cha-cha shoes on Christmas morning. <laughs> my parents get better give me them cha-cha heels. <laughs> Those nice girls don't wear cha cha <laughs> shoes, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> help, help, help. Sorry. Oh. Take a child oh, no. is falling oh, no. out oh, no. of my hands. Oh, no. And oh. they also had a glass of water. Oh, uh, oh no. yeah, So, uh, as you can hear, uh, we, we've got children and families on today. And that was That's our right. first Christmas emergency. It is chaos. <laughs> Mine didn't even make it to the show. She was like, nope. <laughs> I'm done. Not this year, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got uh, Billy and Bobby in here. Hi, Billy and Bobby. Right on cue. Yeah, I just saw that. This is going to be a great train wreck. Glad to stay on mic for everybody. What we want. This is what Christmas is all about. The anarchy show. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Stomp on all the electrical equipment, Billy. No, no, that's really. What a okay. great way to bring in the new year and bring out the old. Uh, ring <laughs> with a W-R-I-N-G. <laughs> hey, your That's word's right. not mine. <laughs> like, like Barton Homer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Billy, so, come here. Can I hold you? This is the end. Can I hold you? Do, do, do. Hi, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Are you happy to be here? And he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and laughed. I think yes. he laughed after he that hit you. That is Very, very Barton so. Homer. Yeah, okay. Uh, but then we also have the, the eldest My child baby. of the show. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, Quinn? I'm doing good. Great to have you back again. Another year. Yeah. Happy to be here. It's not like the it's not like the kids sitting at the grown up table. It's that all the grown ups <laughs> went to the kids table. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and Quinn, who do you have with you today? Uh, I brought my girlfriend, Jessica. Oh, yeah. Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Hi, Jessica. Welcome Welcome. to the show. Hello. (laughs) And we're sorry in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Also in Studio A, uh, 
the lovely Diana Dowd and oh, Billy. Oh, we haven't met, but hi. <laughs> I saw you guys Who flirting you before again? the show. <laughs> I think Your there face might be something looks there. kind of ugly. Oh. Oh, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You're the girl who's a Sacramento Six. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Was that part of the roast? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably before the roast, too, uh, during the roast, and now after the roast. Well, I a have nice a dry rub. A nice dry rub. <laughs> Everybody loves a nice dry rub. You know all about that. And some pulled pork once in a while. <laughs> well, before this gets too crazy, too I want to ask Bobby. Hey, well, Oh, wait, wait, Kim was also going to introduce her. Oh, I was going Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah go around the room. Around the room. I, I forgot there are other people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait, studio B. Wait, studio B. Another room. You f- welcome to being in Studio B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the very first time ever making his... Uh, Podcast debut is Nick Tuesday. Hey, 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 hey welcome hey, to the show. Hey, hey. Uh, See, you guys, guys, I have a family. He's right here. <laughs> Every single year I come on the podcast, uh, the Christmas show, and everybody's like, Where's your family? Bring your family. Well, here it is. Yeah. Right. The day finally came. This is awesome. How much did it cost you? <laughs> you one don't want to know. One of those rental families. We're still negotiating. <laughs> right, right now. The full family experience. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, what about you, Ian? Did you bring family? Or are you lonely? I'm so lonely. Uh, please, somebody come cover Rick me. Rick and Ian are our family. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are family. I, we've literally done this 13 years in a row yeah. now. Yeah, this is the this. last one for 13. It's a yeah. Christmas tradition. I think this is my sixth, so yeah, I've been here been a long yeah. time. No, it wouldn't <laughs> be Christmas. Just like Elvis, it wouldn't be Christmas without you. Oh. I think, uh, Nick, you were going to ask something to Bobby oh, there? Yeah. Bobby. What do you want for Christmas? What do you want Santa Claus to bring you? Are you excited for Christmas? Big Bobby chance. is giving us a serial killer grin stare. You know, uh, Santa Claus is a listener of the Worst Little Podcast because he has a long way to go around, so he would, listens to a lot would of podcasts. Santa be happy if you're hitting your dad? And he might be listening right now, so you can ask Ooh, him. Ooh, there's that naughty list. What you might wish for if you stop hitting your dad. <laughs> Do you think you're on the naughty list or the nice list, Bobby? He's just wishing for hitting his dad. <laughs> He's just staring at me with like, Mad I'm going to kill you for talking to me in public. <laughs> and not even a teenager yet. <laughs> they grow up so fast. Do you want to tell us what you want? Can you use your words, Bobby? Well, I think Santa knows that Bobby wants a big bag of grasshoppers. That's what he's gonna get for Christmas. <laughs> grasshoppers? No. Well, then t- tell tell Those Uncle Nick what you want. What did you ask Santa for? Pterodactyl arrow. A what? The pterodactyl arrow. Pterodactyl arrow. A pterodactyl right. bow and arrow set. That sounds Ooh. awesome. I want one too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know they made those. Yeah. That sounds pretty special. So, like, do you shoot pterodactyls, like, as arrows? How does that work? Or are they arrows that are meant to shoot pterodactyls out of the sky? Hmm. <laughs> or, or is it a bow shaped like a pterodactyl? Bobby, how does it work? There are so many ways. Um, you have to shoot on the floor. Oh, oh. we have to shoot on the floor. Oh, okay. Now, is, does it shoot pterodactyls? Yeah. Well, 
Oh. Or does it shoot? Stop, stop. Does, does it, it shoot, shoot arrows? Arrows to hit pterodactyls, or does it shoot pterodactyls to hit arrows? Yeah. No, they're strong. They're very strong. The pterodactyls die. Yes, they did all that. <laughs> that is factual. So is the bow made out of pterodactyl? Is that what's going on? Is the bow made out of a pterodactyl? Oh. It's made out of arrows. Okay. That sounds like fun. It's a bow yeah. of arrows. And has stickers on it. It's too many. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, geez. It's a tall order for Santa. I hope he gets all the right stickers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good drop. Oh, jeez. Hey, Billy. Billy. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Do you, you remember Santa? Yeah, <laughs> he's smiling real big. You remember Santa? Yeah. What do you want Santa to give you for Christmas? Cake. Cake? Yeah. You like? Yeah. You want some cake? Yeah. yeah. Pretty solid. I'll take cake any day of the year. Yeah. 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 That. I mean, I obviously haven't said no to it. So. Yeah. Or vanilla. Or strawberry. Do you want chocolate? Mm -hmm. What else do you want for Christmas? Cheese. Ooh, got kid after my own heart. Cake <laughs> yeah, cheese and cake. I'm here for it, man. Pterodactyl Billy likes cool food. Mm -hmm. Are you hungry? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, Mommy? A uh, vacation. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get a vacation. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you going to be at Grammy's house without mommy and daddy? Yeah. For how long? 20 hours. For 20 hours? That's a long time. Yeah. 20 hours times seven. <laughs> <laughs> Eight if we're lucky. <laughs> Well, what about you, Quinn? What do you What do you hope Santa brings for you under the Christmas tree this year? Um. Well, I think that such as um, world peace and uh, the Israeli conflict, such as uh, I'm not sure. You You do not get a crown at the end of this podcast. I don't so, get a crown. Yeah, nor the little banner or any of that stuff. Oh, so. well, why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Kim and Nick are having to walk out right now. They had to leave at eight, oh. so they are on their way out. But we love them. Bye, Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. I bet and I know Christmas what they want gets for Christmas. Smaller. Every smaller. every twenty or thirty minutes, Christmas gets smaller by two people. <laughs> it's like the circle is getting smaller. But the end get of the show, to the new zone. At the end of the show, I'll be completely alone. <laughs> Isn't that how it always works, right? Yeah, it truly is. <laughs> week after week. Well, you guys, we were sent one track by from Breck Lee Durham to play for our Christmas song. Oh, heckin' yeah! Thank you, Breck. Is this a solo? You are the best. A solo thing from Breck? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, he didn't say if it's, it's it, I would assume it's his band. But sometimes he just multi-tracks songs. You know, that could totally be like, it. Like, he really does. <laughs> but it is a cover uh, by a guy named Robert Earl Keane. Oh, so, love Robert Earl Keane. So let's check that out. Uh. 
dad got drunk at our Christmas party. We was drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog. Little sister brought her newborn friend. Well, this one's Mexican. Pop didn't know what to make of him till he sang Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. My brother Ken brought his kids with him, all three from his first wife, Lynn, plus the two identical twins from his second wife, Mary Nell. Of course, he brought his new wife, Kate, who talks all about AA. Chain smoking while the Spotify plays Noel, Noel, the first Noel. Carve the turkey, turn the ball game on. Make margaritas once the eggnog's gone. Send somebody to the quick pack store. We need some ice and an extension cord. A can of bean dip and some diet right. A box of tampons, some Marlboro lights. Hallelujah, everybody say cheese. Merry Christmas from the family. Now Fran and Rita drove from Harlingen I can't recall how I'm kin with them And when they tried to plug their motor home in They blew our Christmas lights But Cousin David knew just what went wrong So we all waited out on the front lawn He threw a breaker and the lights come on and we sang Silent Night, oh, Silent Night, oh, Holy Night. Carve the turkey, turn the ball game on. Make Bloody Marys, cause we all want one. Send somebody to the stop and go. We need some celery and a can of fake snow. A bag of lemons and some diet Sprite A box of tampons, some Salem lights Hallelujah, everybody say cheese Merry Christmas from the family Feliz Navidad Merry Christmas, y'all Brad, that was great. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Uh, special warm feeling inside, dude. Okay, so what? What's the? Uh, what else are we gonna do? Who else? Who else is gonna um, say what they want for Christmas? Uh, Uncle, Jessica. Yeah, I don't know what I want for Christmas. 
You don't know? No, I never know what to ask for for Christmas. <laughs> well, nowadays we all buy things when we want them. <laughs> no, I used to get like television series, but now everything's streaming. Mm. Right, right. So it doesn't matter. It feels stupid unless like you really want that commentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Sometimes the commentary is quite worth it. Yeah. Other times, less so. Yeah. Although I would not encourage anybody to financially support this artist, the um, R. Kelly uh, commentary to Trapped in the Closet (laughs) was pretty funny because there was also a commentary to the commentary. Oh, (laughs) And and if you're unaware, um, R. R. Kells plays like four characters in the video and then provides director commentary and then commentary on that. It's it's really, really a work of Strangeness. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> and and Bobby is currently having a little Mario Kart party over here on the table. So that's what you're at yelling. Well, Rory, do you think that we should have a telling of Hamburger James or not? Maybe after we. How? What do you want for Christmas? That's my favorite. But I don't know if like I don't think the kids are gonna. Are they into this? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ian, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, I'll spend some time with my family. Don't get to Aww. do that too often anymore. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You're such a good boy. Yeah. I bet they love you. Yeah, I'm most days. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I could absolutely do a little Hamburger James story here. <laughs> it's like the wind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, should we set this up? No, that's more of a death day thing. Um, well, we can talk about Elvis. You know, at the end of the year, you know, we always like to do an end of the year wrap up, thinking about what's happened in the past year and the last few years of Elvis's life. Part of the wrap up includes how many drugs he was prescribed. Um, in 1975, he was given. 1,296 separate prescriptions for amphetamines, 1,891 prescriptions for sedatives, and 910 separate prescriptions for narcotics. Wow. And that was... It, that's 1975. In 1976, he goes for some big numbers, 2,300 amphetamines, 2,600 sedatives, and 1059 in narcotics. Now, mind you, these are separate prescriptions, not individual pills. So these are like... like Entire you know, bottles. Yes, Is exactly. what we're describing. Exactly. Oh, my God. And that last one? 1977, in which he only played eight months out of the season. Uh, 1,900, uh, excuse me, 1,790 prescriptions for amphetamines, but sedatives come from behind with a big 4,996 prescriptions and 2,019 for narcotics. He'd really up that game in two years. Yeah, he pushed those numbers up. Um, however, really, I, can't, I don't understand why he died partway through that year. Uh, oh, according God. to the news reports, the day of his death, drugs were not a factor. Of course not. Could could never have been. Oh, Daddy is too I loud. Yes, Daddy is always too loud on the show, Bobby. I am really sorry about that. The worry being too loud made his kid cry. <laughs> uh, I think that made my ear. <laughs> you're you're tired of talking. Would you like to go downstairs with mommy? Yeah. All right. Take your toys and go. That's 
Say Merry Christmas. Daddy's too loud. There's two more. There's two more. It hasn't been 30 minutes. Not even. We got. We got. We have three. No, perhaps it's accelerating. Three have now left the room. Oh my god. Okay, now it's just us. Oh jeez! Well, I I was also gonna lead us in a rousing chorus of the TCB oath. However, I've realized my cat has eaten off the last three lines of it. So. <laughs> oh, that's how I mean, you can't. And that's the magic part. So you can't. Yeah, we're gonna bad have kitty. to scrap that. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, bad kitty. Freedom from constipation. Um, <clears throat> yeah. All right, we'll just skip to Hamburger James. I, Hamburger these James! notes are in a shambles. Now, do, you, do, do you guys all remember the story of Hamburger James or no? No, I don't know what the hamburger James. So I, this is the I've story. Heard this story before. Yes, I think <laughs> you've, you've heard, as a young lad. <laughs> uh, this is one of the. This is the story of the true meaning of Christmas here. Um, so we have to. So I mentioned all those prescriptions for a reason. Um, Elvis had this kit that went with him everywhere. And um, the kit had all kinds of uppers, Dexedrine, back, Black Beauties, uh, Class A Percodan, Demerol, Codeines. There were barbiturates like uh, Tuinol, Secanol, Nembutol, Carbidol. I don't even know how to pronounce a bunch of these because like, they're drugs that they don't even make anymore in our lifetime. Uh, <laughs> towards the end, he had liquid Demerol and needles. And in the kit, he had uh, a bunch of money, about 10 grand, a wallet. Uh, some makeup, driver's license, a lot of jewelry, and uh, uh, pictures of Priscilla. Um, not like nude pictures, but like really tasteful ones in like white cotton panties and bras. Um, but not the kind that you would just have out on your table. No, 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 no. But exactly. Some, something he kept to have with himself so that when he was out cheating on her, he could look at her and, and, and apologize, <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as you know, like a lot of, a lot of famous folk have gophers around, um, like, like servants hanging out all the time. And there was a guy that ended up working for Elvis and he didn't really have much of a job. Mainly he went out for hamburgers. And so everybody called him <gasps> Hamburger James. Well, one day, uh, they're all in Elvis's suite and he yells out the, from his bathroom that somebody's been in his kit. Some things were missing, some money, some pictures. And we all ran over the place, and the only person they couldn't find was Hamburger, Hamburger James. James. And where were they? They were far away from home, right? Um, they were in, in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. They were in Las oh, Vegas. Um, I forget. In Nevada. I, I don't know which. Well, they're far away from their home, not far away from our home. Far away from Memphis. Correct. That's, That's cool where they that were this Christmas living. tale. Now, this is like, uh, so, so this is, okay, so at the. <laughs> and rock and roll. The king of rock and roll. At, at the Vegas hotel, one, one thing that Elvis would ask them to do, well, he would have a suite. And in one of the rooms, there would be a bed that was especially reserved for cheeseburgers. And he'd have them stack the cheeseburgers on this bed like three four five cheeseburgers high and he would just snack on that all weekend long these cold burgers that were just sitting out what? in a pile on his bed <laughs> when he wasn't high on uppers when he wasn't when, high on when uppers. That, that's from like when he's got the munchies this, this like, thing. You know. <laughs> one time he, he almost choked to death and somebody had to put their hands in his mouth and get the food out oh my god well, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of times lots where of Elvis stories. almost choked to death until the time that he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his own crapper. Um, so um, uh, Elvis was in, it was more than mad. He was in a wild rage. It spread to everybody. And oh, the kid was messed with. Right, right. We're right, back there. Right, right. We're back to the story. 
Keep do, going. Do, do you need anything else? No. Okay. Uh, I'm caught up. Uh, so Elvis had these pr- uh, pictures in the kit. Uh, nobody really looked at them, but as we mentioned, they're, they're uh, pr- pictures of Priscilla. <gasps> Hamburger James took some of those pictures. And so <gasps> Elvis was hot, oh, man. And he some money? was hot. Um, everybody's running around looking for oh. Hamburger James. And then somebody says, I bet he's at the airport. So um, Elvis screams, get in the car. And they race out of the hotel and pile into a couple of cars. So there were six or seven of them driving like crazy because uh, somebody found out that a plane was supposed to leave for Memphis in just a few minutes. So <laughs> he's going to get away. So a couple of cars come screeching up to the airport, McCarran Airport in Las Vegas. Everybody piles out. People were wearing guns in their shoulder holsters, holsters tucked into their like khakis, and they had, uh, hadn't put any of their coats on. Elvis is right there with everyone. Everybody's running to different counters, jumping up and down, trying to look over the heads of the crowd fi- to find Hamburger James. Everybody in the airport is now freaking out. Women are grabbing their kids, hugging them in the corner while these guys with guns run all over the place. This is Las Vegas in 1974. <laughs> it was a different time. Stars like Elvis are protected in places. There so no it just happened. They all showed up and just did this because they could. Finally, somebody runs up. Says he's found the plane from Memphis, is leaving at the gate right now. No. So, so they all run up like mad to get there. The guys are pounding on the glass of the window out on the, over the tarmac, and Elvis runs up to the girl at the gate desk and starts screaming, Stop that plane! Stop that plane! She ignores him for a second or two, and then uh, um, realizes, uh, uh, and she gets hysterical and says, I can't! I can't! Elvis pulls out a police badge and says, I'm a federal officer, and I said, Stop that plane, you! Stop that plane. I'm a federal officer. <laughs> she sees that it's Elvis and gets all fluttery and guards go, oh, it's you. Can I get your autograph, Elvis? Stop that plane. I'm a federal officer. But Elvis, stop that plane. <laughs> and she's looking at him confused and he's looking at her mad and confused and flattered at the same time. But for whatever reason, the plane did stop and it pulled back to the gate. I think that was the power of Elvis. That is the power of Elvis. 1974, he just ordered a plane, went, like, yeah. not even take off, and they did it. So they open the door. Elvis's bodyguards run down the aisles and hide him in the back. Hamburger, Hamburger James. motherfucking James. <laughs> He's all huddled down and hiding with the blanket over his I head. I thought he had coats on him. Coats. Uh, yeah, coats, blankets, yeah. They dragged him right up the aisle, out of the plane, out of the airport. He's wailing and crying, trying to get away. Guys are <laughs> punching him in the side, trying to keep him nobody, quiet. Nobody stops them or asks They're any just questions. Assault. They've just kidnapped and assaulted this guy, guy, and nobody's going to do a damn thing. And everyone's just like, I'm glad I'm not him. Well, I'm in <laughs> Vegas. He must have done something. <laughs> um, I'm sure he thought they were going to take him out in the desert and, and, and find a hole. Uh... So they get, we all race back to the hotel. Elvis's people drag Hamburger James back up the elevator to Elvis's suite and throw him down on the couch. Elvis walks up, and the crowd of people kind of parts. Hamburger James is on the floor sobbing, sobbing like, a, uh, uh, like he's crazy, scared to death. Elvis walks up in front of him. He leans down, and he picks up a big, heavy coffee table. He doesn't say anything. He's dead quiet, and everybody's thinking, oh, my God, he's going to murder him. <laughs> he's going to smash him in the head with that table. How are we going to talk our way out of that? But Elvis puts the table down, and he walks up to Hamburger James. Looks at him real cold and quiet. 
Then Elvis reaches over while Hamburger James is looking straight at him, scared to death, and slaps him. Like in the movies, slap, and then a backhand, pow, pow again. And the most amazing thing happened. Hamburger James got a funny look on his face, and he just wilted like a baby, and he cried and cried <laughs> like his heart was broken. He said he was sorry that he stole. He wouldn't give, he'd give it all back, and he knew he'd done something that he couldn't ever be forgiven for. And Elvis looks at him for a minute. He breaks down and he starts oh, crying no. too. Elvis Gee. sobs and sobs. He gets down on his knees in front of him. Why didn't you let me know if you needed the money? Why didn't you let me know you needed to go back to Memphis? I would have given you the money. You didn't have to steal from your boy. And they cried and cried for a long time. And Elvis kept telling Hamburger James he didn't have to leave and he could keep his job and everything. But Hamburger James still wanted to go. So Elvis gave him a few weeks' pay, and, and took him, somebody else took him back to the airport. Elvis always wanted to be a tough guy, but he couldn't. He always seemed to care. And that is the true meaning of Christmas. Don't piss off Elvis, or he'll slap you. <laughs> don't steal, especially nudie pictures Photos of his of Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. It's fucking sacred. Oh, so what's the meaning what of the story? Do with That's it. Don't piss off fucking Elvis. <laughs> no. Merry fucking Christmas. No, the meaning of the story is that Elvis will cry and not hurt you. I think it's like, like, um, I, I, I like wonder if he had taken any kings. drugs right before he walked in. Forgiveness, the right? King of Kings. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's what, forgiveness. That's why Christmas is. Well, that, that was the King's King, the one you're speaking of, yeah? Mm. Mm. Little Jesus' birthday. That Christmas time. Happy birthday, JC. And God bless you, Hamburger James. Hey, have Merry Christmas, Roy. I got you some presents here. Oh, wow. I went passed out some rock and roll comic books this year. Uh, yeah. What? Yay. Oh, and Roy got a special gift because I found oh, it and it's my fucking goodness. Roy. <laughs> it's, it's a video compilation of They Might Be Giants 2004 to 2012. Oh, wow. sweet. The Mesopotamians. Dude. Oh, can't keep Johnny down. Alphabet of nations, nations, nations. Oh, I'm so excited. This is awesome. I have actually, I've heard of this DVD, and it's called Them Ain't Big I Ants. <laughs> Who might be giants? I don't know. It's a phone thing. Oh, here's a that? present for you, Jessica. A worst little podcast patch. You have one of these in your room, don't you? Yeah. Now you both have one. Yeah. And so and you, you get the Spinal Tap one because you like movies. Do a lot of people in town listen to the podcast? Yeah, uh, at least a dozen. Yeah. At least a dozen. <laughs> a couple dozen maybe <laughs> on Christmas. We have a dozen people on our Patreon page. And hey, listeners out there, if you'd like to continue supporting us into season 14 and beyond, you can always become a sponsor of the show where we'll send you a little extra bonus content every week. And when you sign up, a hearty thank you. Patreon.com slash first little podcast. For as little as $5 a month, to, or is it 10 Five. Five. You can get a little extra bonus content with almost every episode throughout the whole year. For less than $5, you just get the hearty thank you. Right. This is a good ad. Yeah. I've, I've never experienced the, the podcast before. <laughs> Sell me on this. Yeah. Ah, oh, each you week you secrets. can catch some of the greatest talent Reno has to offer. 
Oh. Spilling their secrets. Those are the guests, not the people who are on the show. As a Patreon member, you you get in the inside scoop on some mm-hmm. of their darkest secrets, and usually mm. uh, some kind of badass cover or song that they're just not quite ready to release to everybody. Yep, sometimes a song that they haven't heard played for anyone. They're like, "Well, we'll do it for this." Yep. <laughs> and you also get the pleasant comfort of knowing you're not like those other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. Patreon.com/slash Versal Podcast. <laughs> A WLP one percenter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, this has been a great season. Yeah. We celebrated five hundred. Yeah, mm. I can't. I still can't believe that that was this year. It's I'm lucky like... thirteen. And Nick, Nick, you you've taken Today's... over the reins on the show Ooh. largely. And 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 our... Jessica, not a lot of people listen per week. Perhaps some weeks, but when we threw a party for our five hundredth show at a bar, like two hundred people came at oh, Cyprus. Wow. Yeah, yeah was, so we, we felt out. we felt important. For that night, for sure. I mean, I'd also hope wonderful. that we had two of the best bands of Reno. Playing, I don't think that but, had anything you know. to do with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly, certainly, Elephant Rifle didn't sell tickets for us. No, <laughs> or, or heterophobia. Not yeah. about. Not at certainly, all. we didn't plan yeah. it that way. No, not at all. No. <laughs> yeah, we got some good ones for that. And now we're at five forty-three. Man. Today, oh, you this you is checked. Our 543rd episode. Dang. Okay, so we're we're getting close to. Well, five 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 year and a half. That's, a, that's a lucky number. Five five. Yeah, five. we're gonna get five 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 is a cool one because maybe we can do. Well, we probably can't plan out the five times. Spotify. Yeah, it's on oh, all yeah. of the yeah. all the all places, the, the Google's, the oh. Spotify. And most weeks we have a live band playing. And the best so. audio experience is from worstlittlepodcast.com. Yes, yes. Go there yeah. first. Get your traffic there. You get your blog posts, yeah. the whole nine. Get some pictures, too. You don't get mm-hmm. the pictures on the other apps. Yep. Exactly. Hey, welcome back. Bye. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back the Dowd family returns. Hey, the crowd goes wild. <sighs> Oh, okay, Bobby. We, can we interview you on the show? Yeah, let's put your headphones back on. Give us just a second. There's, there's a doggy here. Yes, with a that's, man. With a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's Uncle Carlos and Pongo. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Ooh, hey, Bobby, what was the favorite thing that happened to you this year? Something at school or at home or anything at all? No, no, Hi, Billy. Hey, Billy. How Billy. about your year? Billy learns that mommy's boobies can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was his favorite part of the year, though. No, it's still his least favorite part right now. <laughs> oh, would you like to talk about the calendar? What? Tell us about. We have an advent calendar at home. Yeah, but we have two. We have two? Yeah. All right, what's the first one? The calendar with the, the train and the people. Yeah, it's a wooden bullet train. Yeah. And we get pieces every day to set up the track. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. We have to get to 14. Well, what was today? Do you remember what number we're on? Right. 18. <laughs> and what's the what's the other calendar that we have? The treat calendar. The treat calendar. And what was what's your favorite treat that was in the treat calendar? The gingerbread ginger snap sandwiches. Yeah, those are pretty good. 
No. Billy's favorite is the dark Cry. chocolate. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what? Does anybody else have any favorite things from the year in review or their year that they'd want to share? Studio B? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the 500 episode was a big, big milestone. That was, that was crazy. Taylor Swift and Kelsey. That was oh, great. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crazy things happened in the year. Um, I'm uh, very happy that everyone connected to the podcast has, yeah. is still alive and well. For and a bunch of people who interview people every week, we really suck at answering questions. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, yeah. we're the ones interviewing them. Right? You know, we ask questions to people. I'm trying, but yeah, no, it's uh, as rough as this year has been. I think for a lot of people, it's also come with a lot of learning and a lot of good things in the last couple months at least for me have like been a turnaround so it, right yeah it feels like that Ian. when i see you around it feels like you're you're lighter yeah uh, i definitely yeah. feel more like myself than i have in a couple years so good man yeah and i, I seems like a lot of my friends are going through some similar stuff i think it's us you know cresting into our 30s and trying to figure out where that landing pad is right oh my god does not feel good. I just turned thirty this year. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, get, it gets better. I promise. The existential well, crisis at first of like, holy crap, I'm quote unquote old, and then you're just like, wait a minute, everything's fine. It's all good. As somebody who just turned fifty a week ago, yeah, oh. or so, um, um, I started going to therapy this year, and it's great. I encourage everybody to do that. Yeah, oh, I go to therapy, but I mean, I'm just uh, that was just a uh, uh, man. It would have been cool if I was going to therapy at thirty. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to therapy. <laughs> I was a child, yeah. unfortunately. Does it well, help? It's, it's good. For um, it's it's somebody to talk to that you can pretend you have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> when you actually don't, this is worse than an acquaintance. The therapist is worse than an acquaintance. <laughs> I I like being able to talk to somebody that I know is not my friend. <laughs> I have a question, Rory. Did, did it was it hard for you to find one, or was, did you go with the first guy? Or no, I, I I found some names with some online options through uh, my workplace and the you know the my insurance, mm-hmm. and because it's you know most that kind of mental health and regular counseling is covered under most Daddy. major insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I. I I put in the search, you know, the things that I was struggling with, um, um, mostly some anger issues and, and, and stuff like that. And also just, you know, whenever there's a cog out of place, it, it affects the whole fa- family. Yes, Bobby. I'm talking about something. We'll get back to you in just a second. He's I'm like, talking about you, in fact. Boring. And so I'm not just going to yeah, dismiss you when I when I talk about my my need to have counseling about family. No. So, but I, you know, I put in you know family issues, partner issues, anger issues, you know, just like generalized stuff because one thing affects so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gave me some names, and I read the bios, and I contacted one, and so far it's really worked out with her. That's awesome. I like I like her a lot. Um, um. She lives out in Elko and is a former Reno resident and, and was around in the 90s and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, when we talk about things, she she kind of knows the things in my life that I'm referring to. Like, you know, she remembers the Zephyr and stuff like that. Oh, far Yeah, out. yeah. 
Yeah, I. She'd probably know some of us, and I I found her on Facebook Wait, recently. Are you okay. Gen well, X? Are you supposed Gen to... X? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my hell. God. Okay, so I've been learning about this. <laughs> 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 I was like, which age group is this? <laughs> yeah, like, we we are solid Gen X. Is it like boomers and then Gen X? We're the we're the forgotten generation. We're like Prince Charles, <laughs> but it's right not after boomers, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. The baby boomers were our parents. Yeah. So there's Gen Y. Is that 80s kids? Gen Y is technically the beginning of millennials, which okay. is like 80s and 90s. And then, you know, solid. And then it just changed to millennial was the term um, for whatever reason. And then you get millennials up until like 97, 8. And then it's uh, Gen Z. And now they're coming mm-hmm. back around to Gen Alpha for the. the new so Quinny's kind of on the cusp there. There was quite some time where millennials were referred to as Gen Y, and then millennials like became like twelve and said, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, the children are not in the room. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. You can forgive yeah, the Reverend Murray Dowd for that. They've all heard. They've been in a car with me when I drive. Oh. <laughs> Hence the need to go to therapy for extra issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it all comes from Oh, I don't actually say words. It's just a scream of prof- or string of profanities while I drive. <laughs> I thought you were going to say while you're at therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. That would be a really fun therapy session. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I I here's the thing. I tr- I one time it was like reached out, reached out to one didn't fucking work out and it took forever for the one and it didn't mm-hmm, work out. I did mm-hmm. not like it. The second one same thing happened. But by then, I felt fine. So I was all, fuck it. <laughs> True. But, I, you know, no. I, I really think it's important for us to look at therapists like dentists. Uh, at least oh. somebody you should be checking in with a couple of times a year or whatever your comfort level is. Or when you have a problem, that per- that friend you can call um, yeah. to vent about your friends or your workplace or, or these things you can't necessarily tell uh, um a partner or an intimate friend kind of thing. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I want some kind of... But it's also somebody with an objective clinical point of view who, when you have questions, aren't going to just be like, well, it'll be better tomorrow. Or to tomorrow. help you Sometimes not they do therapy. do that, though. Sometimes to, they do coddle you. A little. My, my therapist is, wants me to not need therapy. Uh, we started once a week. We're now down to once a month um, after about a year. Well, nine months. And um, she's given okay. me a lot of good advice and tools for me to work on and develop on my own. I got a question yeah. for people, especially this other person who's in the room that said that they're in their 30s. Yeah. Is there a weird falling out when you're in your 30s of friends? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you lose, okay, you lose cool. a lot of them. Or- yeah. It's just like you, you're starting to get older. There are certain people who rally against that. I've had a... a person I've considered a brother for a long time just not get the picture and unfortunately has been removed from mine and a large part of our group's friend group because he didn't understand that we weren't in our 20s anymore right we weren't like little we weren't kids in our early 20s partying and making a ruckus at a place we're supposed to be quiet things like that you know he just always was a little too extra so we <laughs> unfortunately like it was like dude this is for a long time it was oh that's just the way he is that's just the way he is and then it's like, no, man, like, you know what? At a certain point, that's not just like how you are. You're, we've all grown up. None yeah. of us do that anymore. 
Like, Evolve, man. Evolve. <laughs> Rory, Rory, that was me. And me. When did the friends pick up again in your late 30s? Was he, <laughs> I'm not I, sure. <laughs> I, I, I also found at that point in time, too, you know, late 20s, early 30s is when people start making big decisions about yeah. the next 10 years in their life. Whereas I think before that, I at least was always making decisions of 18 months, you know, two years maybe. But it, I think people start Shit, having tomorrow, a more bro. longer yeah. view when, when they hit their 30s. Like yeah. career, job, relationships, art, you know, whatever you want to pursue, you know, that kind of thing. And so people go different ways. And, and then you realize, oh, hey, I haven't talked to them in six months. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that happened a lot. Oh. I had a baby at 31. I, right. So that, <laughs> that definitely took me out of the running. I had, and I had terrible issues and terrible addiction issues all through my third, all through my life. And then in my thirties, early thirties, it started getting really bad. And then 34 got when, so bad. I lost a bunch of friends and then got sober, got those friends back and then met a bunch of new friends in recovery groups. And, <laughs> so, and that's exactly when I had a baby Yes, is when he went to recovery. Right. <laughs> like li- literally that month. So month yeah, the thirties are pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, so far it's been getting better. Like the, the beginning was rough, but like, hey, you know, sometimes you have th- sometimes things have to fall to shit to get better. Yeah, and that that's the thing that I I learned through therapy as well. Like it, like my life had a resounding crash, sputtering halt at the end of my twenties, and I've been picking the pieces up the past couple of years, uh, and did that with the help of a therapist while I had insurance, and then regaining a friend group that I hadn't had in a long time. So it it, it gets better. It's just, it, it can be rough. It's a weird time because you're like, okay, now I'm an adult, but I don't have any of the things that I should have as an adult. I can't afford to live anywhere. I can't afford to do X, Y, Z. Like, why? What's going on? And you just got to persevere, get through it. it These sucks. are the questions we didn't ask ourselves, Rick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's almost a new year, too. You're supposed to be reflective. Or, yeah. 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 I, I did. I always look back. I even in my early forties, I always looked at my thirties as that's when I got good at being. But like, I got good at being me. Yeah. Like I kind of. Oh, that's how this all works together. Yeah. The first half were like some of the shittiest years of my life, and then the mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. half were the best exactly. I ever felt as a human being. Yeah. Like since childhood, like everything made sense. Mm. Oh man, I'm slowly looking forward to that happening <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah, no, hang in there because yeah. it can get pretty good. I got two years until then, uh, and with all this uh, terror stories I've been hearing, I'm going to go against the grain and just have great 30s. There you there go. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had to hit. There's definitely those times where you got to hit rock bottom, but man, it's it's rocketing it up pretty quick from there. So, like, it. Some of us enjoy scraping our face across it repeatedly. Yeah, I, I, it definitely hasn't been uh, you know a rocket ship by any means, but it's been a it's a good motivator. Yeah, well, and, and I I might be a pessimist, but I have this this like one little thing I keep telling myself is that it always gets better, even when it's at its worst, even when it doesn't seem like there's any good or high hope or life in the world, it always gets better. And you just have, if I, that's the thing I just keep telling myself is that no matter what, it's always going to get better and it's seeming to work. So if you can just keep that in mind, it, it really does seem to help. Fucking A. It gets better. All oh, the, yeah, all the favorite people I listen to say it gets better. 
When? Is it like in your mid 30s? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. I, I, it's, it's yeah, like mid, that was my timeline. Yeah, yeah, mid to late 30s. I mean, honestly, like I had some, I had some multiverse. bad spots in the 40s, a little divorce there. But um, man, my leg, like, I'm fucking at 50 here. Fucking rock and roll. This is great. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Like it was. I have hard things in my life that make me sad and anxious and and like wake me up in the middle of the night with anxiety. Yeah, I used to wake up with anxiety even worse than now. Like the gasping awake thing. Oh Oh, yeah. Or or the one that like oh I'm so tired now let's lay down and think about all the bills we can't pay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know that's that's or the or the forever classic. Hey, you remember that one thing you did when you were like 14 years old (laughs) and it embarrassed the hell out of you? You're gonna think about that constantly for the next three hours. Oh yeah. Yeah, love Uh that. (laughs) You gotta let go of that shit, man. Oh, I tried. Trust me. (laughs) But some some of those just stick in your brain like Velcro and you just can't get rid of it. Therapy. Remember when you said you too and they said thanks for shopping (laughs) (laughs) have a great dinner yeah man you too Uh, (laughs) (laughs) my dinner's your leftover so leave me some Oh. Well, Merry Christmas, you guys! Yeah, yeah Merry yeah. Christmas, Christmas. Happy, Happy New Year, Happy, New Happy New Holidays. I think we fulfilled our Christmas obligation. I yeah. Happy Hanukkah, and um, Merry Festivus. Maybe we could tag this episode with the last one down, right? They they gave us a Christmas song last year, right? I think so. Hell yeah, probably. All right. Yeah. yeah well, uh, I love you. Christmas Life action. is short. Yeah. Love all of you. This is yeah. this is one of the bright spots, and I know I haven't been there as much this year, but like. That's probably because I've been working through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, but when you do come, you kick ass, dude. And and everybody else. Anna Mouse. Um, yeah, Lee. Lee. Amy. Amy Lee. We love you, Amy. And I love uh, you too, Anna. Yeah, Sophia bringing us uh, bookings and, and coming in yeah. once in a while. She's going to be coming in more awesome. next year. She's Our family right. is growing. She's going to shoot for like once a month coming in. Nice. Oh, that'll be sick. But she's going to help us book. A short, too, short so. segment. Awesome. Uh, yeah, short, short. Short shorts. Short shorts. <laughs> she wears short shorts. Hey, Rick, you should give us some of that pumpkin pie before we go. <laughs> Later we'll have some pumpkin pie. Mm, there you go. So <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm just with so my glad. T-W-A-T. To, I'm so glad to have been doing this with you guys the past however long and however long into the future. So Fucking A, man. Hey, I, 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 absolutely, and just because we were also talking about therapy a second ago, there have definitely been some years where this is the thing that got me through the week. Yeah, uh, same. L- l- I got to be there for the guys. I got to get the podcast. I got to get the po- post out. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, it's oh, cool. yeah. and by the guys, I mean the team, right? Yes. Yeah. And oh, and 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 we love you, Zombo. Hello, everybody. It's your old pal Zombo, wishing you a very scary Christmas. Uh, Sambo, thank you. Thank you. He's so sweet. And and congratulations on your retirement, sir. Yeah. He just did his final live appearance uh, for uh, Halloween, I believe. (laughs) He deserves Um, it. Hell yeah. Good run. We're Zombo. But we got uh, all your work out there forever now. So that's good. Yeah. Don't Uh, quit your day job. (laughs) (laughs) That's a special tribute to all the bands in Reno. Um, No, but thank you to all the guests, all the musicians, performers, and bands all throughout this year. Um, As usual, like we can, we literally cannot do this show without you. And you are a beautiful uh, um, music scene. Reno, you're the best. Really, love you, Reno. Sexually, and Kim and Chewy. (laughs) (laughs) Well. 
Not so much now, but in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy Chimney. We all love you guys so much. Everyone, right. everyone involved in the show. And everybody who could be here and had to leave. Uh, I mean, the families and everybody. This oh, was wait. a fun episode. My alarm's going off. It's my turn to disappear now. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right, Rory, you, you, you take yeah, us out, buddy. Uh, uh, well, for all of us here at the podcast, uh, just remember that life is short and we love you. So, Merry Christmas, ladies. Ho, ho, ho. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Feel so good. I think I had too much of Mrs. Claus' special hot chocolate.
I'd like to hurt me 